0: to the FBA Profits show with your hosts Zuby and Leland. Did you know it takes 44% of home-based business owners $5,000 or less to start their businesses?
1: Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. My name is Zuby. Hi, Zuby. I'm excited today. I'm glad you guys joined us for this uh, video and podcast. Uh, It's an interesting topic having to do with inventory and making sure you got enough of the good stuff and replenishables, but we're titling this the FBA, FBA profits flywheel. So flywheel being like a cog, right? You got the hub and then there's spokes running off and it connects to other things and it makes the machine run. Right. Did I get that right? That's
0: absolutely correct. (laughs) Hey, look at me
1: feeling smart, but we're talking about as, 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 um, fulfillment by Amazon. So we're looking at online retail using Amazon. And we have assumed in this model of the flywheel, you have found a product through a list, through your own research, whatever it is, you found something that is a replenishable, which means it's something that you can buy on a regular basis. And it's going to sell on a regular basis. You can kind of count on it as being something that moves through your system with minor tweaks. And we can talk about the tweaks, but. We've assumed you've done that part already. You've already found it, so now you have a product. So you want to start walking through the spokes of the, the wheel, the flywheel?
0: Absolutely. I think it, just before getting on the, on the crust of the or crux of the uh, topic, um, as an Amazon seller, it's important to understand that you will never, well, uh, if, if you're an OA seller or a wholesale uh, model seller, you will never have a product that you're gonna have continuous 365 days a, a year where it's just gonna sell for you profitably at a very fast pace. Just because of the fact that there are other sellers that are gonna jump on there. There's you know if you found something somehow, then there's plenty of softwares out there and a lot of people out there searching for products, so they're gonna find it as well. And so, it's important to to know that as part of your Amazon business. You're going to have these short tail and long tail in- inventories, and 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 the inventory and which product is a short tail and which product is a long tail inventory can be will swap out. Um, you know something that is selling really well right now, all of a sudden a distributor comes on the on the listing and they drop the price, or Amazon comes on the listing and they drop the price. It just goes from short tail inventory to a long tail inventory because you have to now wait out this this massive seller, whoever they are, whether it's Amazon or brand or or manufacturer Um, but then once they run out because they were selling it at such a low price and because there's such high demand for that product and the bsr is so low that if you have 200 units of that in stock you can sell it in in three days Um, it just because selling you know buying is continuous Um, so those are the type of products that we really want to discuss here with the with the fb profits flywheel model uh, because when it's your turn to sell, you want to maximize as many sales as you can possibly get on it. You want to make sure that you're continuously sending an inventory to so that you don't run out of inventory or you don't stay out of inventory for too long, up until the time when other sellers come and drop the price down. And and you're going to find that as you go through this business um, on selling on Amazon, um, you're going to have products that are going to sell really well during. This month, or this couple of months, or this few weeks, or whatever it might be, and then they're gonna, you're gonna have to put those sort of on the back burner, and these other products are gonna sell really well. And your objective is to try to find as many products that sell really well for as long as possible. And when they stop selling, you put them on the back burner, and you move on to the next product. And then when those products start selling again, then you go right back to them. It's and and this is sort of the inventory management and the business model of of what we're doing on Amazon as third-party resellers through the OA retail arbitrage or uh, wholesale models. Private label is a whole different beast uh, and this doesn't really apply to that. So with that said, um, as Leland mentioned, we are assuming that you've found one or two or 10 products that are already selling well. Low BSR, they're, they're selling at your sell price uh, which is a profitable price. Uh, there's two different fronts to this. One is if it's a brand new product and you've just sent it in and start selling, um, the flywheel is going to look a little bit different. Uh, first, let's talk about the the, the different uh, pokes of the flywheel, pegs of the flywheel. Um, so in the center is that inventory, is that item that you are selling well, right? So that's that's the main thing. And then around it, there's four different pegs. The first one is the source where you're purchasing it from. Um, whether it's a if it's a wholesale account, it will be your manufacturer distributor. If it's OA, it's target.com, Walmart.com, wherever you're getting it from. The second peg is um, the prep center that you're using, or your yourself, your house, or wherever you're prepping the products. The third peg is Amazon's. FC transfer, or when you've already shipped the product to Amazon, they've received it, but it's not gone in your inventory because they're distributing it amongst their multiple warehouses. And then the fourth peg is Amazon, is is in stock inventory on your Amazon account. So those are the four main pegs that you want to make sure when you have a really good product that's selling uh, profitably, um, it's selling fast. You want to make sure you have inventory in each of those four pegs. So let's say it's a brand new product. You just shipped in 20 units of it. Um, And as soon as those 20 units hit, you know, 15 of them are being shipped to different FC transfer, but five goes live. And that five sells right away, like within hours they sell. You know, that's a good product. Now you want to go ahead and go back and place another order the numbers are gonna depend on a lot of different factors. You know, How many you order is gonna based on you know, where you're ordering from, uh, can you order massive amounts, uh, what your investable capital is, but we're gonna use basic simple numbers, right? So let's say the first one is 20 units you've sent in. Now, as soon as those five sell, you're gonna go back and order 20 more. By the time that order goes from the source over to the second peg, which is your prep center or your home, The FC transfers, a bunch of them are going to have hit your account by now. We've gone from the third peg to the fourth peg. So, and as if they're still selling, well, as soon as you get something and and you, on your prep center and you've prepped it and shipped it over to Amazon, now you want to order another 20 so that it's going in, in the second peg, you're going to have that 20 more. And you want to continue that continuously as they sell, as they hit a different peg, order more. Order more, order more, and it requires a little bit of time and effort in your part to manage it. Um, and it, it's, but it's it's well worth it because you're selling at a profitable. You you found a product that's selling fast. You're getting the cash flow back on it. It's profitable, and you have inventory that you can find to purchase. You want to maximize that as much as possible. That's the first aspect of it if it's a brand new product. More than likely for established sellers, you've had history with this product. So what you wanna do is once it starts selling, you wanna go back and look at the last 30 days orders history. How many orders did you have in the last 30 days or in the last 90 days, whatever your numbers are. Um, and for simplicity's sake, we're going to use 30 days. Let's say in the last 30 days, you've sold 120 different uh, units of this product. Now, your goal is to have anywhere from 30 to 60 days worth of inventory within the flywheel. So for simplicity's sake, we're going to say 45 days. So if you have sold 120 in the last 30 days, that means you want to have 180 units within that flywheel. Right. So if you have 20 ordered, that's in your prep center, 60, that's NFC transfer, that's 80. You need to place another 100 order. Or if you have 20 and 60 and then there's 40 still in inventory, that's 140. Place an order for 40 of them. And each week or each couple of days, however, whatever your time frame is, however much time you have to spend on your on your business, you go back and you double check what that order number is. Now it's gone from 130 to 200 units that you've sold in the last 30 days. Well, you up the number of uh, units you're going to be ordering. All of a sudden, you see that the orders have stopped. Once you see orders have stopped, you go and double check and you see that there's somebody, there's a big seller that's come in or other, other sellers, multiple other sellers have come in and they're selling it at a price much lower than what is profitable for you. That's when you turn the spigot off from the source. You stop ordering. You let everything flow into your inventory, and then that's when it goes in, into a wait and see period. Then you sit back and wait for your price point to be hit again. And then once it does, you turn it back on. It's a, it's a, it's a very, it, it takes a little time to really understand it and master it, but once you get the hang of it, it can really help you create cash flow, increase your sales, and make a lot of profit on fast-moving inventory. Because one of the things that as Amazon resellers, the hardest thing for us is to find products that sell well, especially as your inventory grows, and then continuously remember to order it. Remember home, <laughs> you know, a month, late, uh, a month ago or three months ago, you ordered these widgets and they sat on Amazon. They, they weren't selling really well. All of a sudden in two days, they sold out. You know, if you forgot to check your orders during those two days, or if you, you know, were busy with other things, you could have completely missed that you sold all of those. And now you have to reorder, you know, the next time you go and figure it out, you've just lost weeks, if not, you know, days, if not weeks of potential sales from that. So this flywheel uh, approach sort of helps you keep your mind on the game, Um, make sure that you're uh, keeping an eye on your profitable products that are starting to sell and you're going to have different products that are going to sell at different times. Um, And it requires you to sort of manage them uh, a little bit um, on on a daily basis.
1: I think some of these things become more automatic as you do them the first few times through something like this. There's products that you and I have shared on, on, on one of the accounts where we kind of know intuitively what should be there, what shouldn't be there, and we're waiting for either restrictions on the source, and thinking of one grocery product in particular, that there's heavy restrictions. So it's not that you can keep the pipeline going, it's that when the when the pickets the, the spigot is available, you just go for it. You just everything you can, it goes through and then you let it flow through. There's been other times where the sensitivity to the pricing has been the problem. So we're really controlling the source. You you start to get that balance of the products that you know, and part of why prefacing the start of the conversation was you found one, or as you said, 10, right. Of these products by that time, you should have some knowledge, some intimate knowledge about who's out there, who else is doing this, what this product is and waiting for those other sensitivities. You should certain, you certainly want to want to do this on a, something new that you're pushing through, or maybe you just found this, it's a new toy, a new grocery item. Uh, you wouldn't want to put the flywheel model on it quite yet. So um, first time through the flywheel, probably a little t- intimidating. There's a data aspect, there's an intuition aspect, there's the four points to watch. But I think over time, it becomes more automatic on the things that you know. Uh, certainly, when you get to a certain size, seven-figure, eight-figure you know revenue on, on the account, there's so many moving pieces. There's multiple flywheels. So it's not that hard to keep it all. I mean, it's not that easy to keep it all in in your head,
0: yeah, absolutely and i mean when you when you get to seven eight figures, there's um, other um inventory management and velocity management mm-hmm. softwares out there that you might want to look into, but when you're first starting out up to maybe the six figures or even, you know, the the, the low seven figure sales, mm-hmm. this could work for you. Um, and w- one of the key factors behind, um, th- there's a lot of positives that we see and we have seen um, with using this approach. But one of the most important ones is the success of this business comes from finding replenishables that you are over time getting used to your, your understanding, you get that intuition or that feel for, right. You've seen, you've sold it for the past year, year and a half. And you know that, Hey, from, you know, last year for four months, it was way below my profitable selling price, but I waited it out. And then after those sellers ran out for reasons that maybe, you know, or you don't know, the price came up to you and then for six months, you could sell it at a very profitable price continuously. And then it went back down. So getting that feel and that that experience with each of your fast moving profitable products will really help you in the long run. Mm-hmm. It will really help you also from a macro perspective of looking at your business, not on a day, to, day by day basis, but on a quarter by quarter or, or year by year basis. You can see, hey, These SKUs were really profitable for me, even though they became long tail inventory for four months during, during this year, they were still very profitable and it gives you that um, confidence in understanding your inventory and which ones you should really pursue. Maybe even if it's an OA product, this is really good product. Let me see if I can get a wholesale account for it. Mm -hmm. Let me see if I can find other retailers or e-tailers out there that I can find this product for cheaper. It's, now you found a really good product. Now it's your job to go out and find different sources to get this product from. Because if you're just relying on one source, that one source could cut you off. They could go out of business. They could run out of stock. They could stop carrying that item. And then, you know, you don't, then you've just given up or lost a lot of revenue from a very good product. So once you find those products, it really helps you also to start looking at where else can I find this, you know, going down different rabbit holes.
1: That's a, that's a really great point on that. It's the, it's the beginning of the flywheel you don't have to have one, you know, water source or one source for the, the flow. It can be multiple sources and you can move between them too. Yeah. Great yeah. point.
0: It's uh, you know, th- this is, this is one of those businesses that yeah, you can do it as a side hustle. You can do it as a side business and it's very profitable and it could be very profitable. It can great create, multiple sources of revenue for you, but it still does require some time and effort and um, you do need to put in that time to understand your business and to understand the the inventory that you have and what's moving and try to maximize your returns on them as much as possible
1: but and the I think the rewards just- yeah, I think the rewards start changing too because you can start this thing you can see it start to work and you can leave it as a limited whether that's measured by profit or income, you can leave it at that limited um rate right, but it, with a few tweaks and a little bit of work and i think most of the people that we've been coaching the the work quotient is there you can really make something of substance that's humming along as a machine that you know you can just manage it it's becomes a great little game
0: absolutely yeah and if if you know as part of our coaching program we help our, our students sort of and un- better understand this process as much as as possible and um we're continuously um, updating this process or improving mm-hmm. um, the the tools that we use for this process. So, if you're ever um, you know if 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 this is something that interests you and you want to learn more about it, you know shoot us a comment, send us an email, um, and uh, and and we'll be more than happy to sort of sit down and maybe assess a specific inventory item that you have or work with you on on a specific. Um, approach to how to best use the the flywheel for your business
1: perfect anything else yeah. on our fba profits flywheel
0: um i think uh i think it's good for now we we will have a lot more coming up for sure
1: oh we got some and, stuff and we got some stuff yeah. in the works for this topic for sure so I look forward Teaser. to more yeah, <laughs> yeah gotta tease them gotta keep them wanting absolutely All right. All thanks right. suvi thank you, Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.